I'm going to just test you right off the bat, okay? Okay. Complete this phrase. Shana na 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 yippity dip de doo rama lama lama kadingity ding de dong. Shubab shuwada wada yippity dip de doo. Keep going. Oh. Hey, y'all know. Yippity boom de boom. Boom de boom. Okay. You're trying to figure out where I am in this yes. thing, aren't you? Okay. And and then what's next? Ch- Ching, 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 chingity, ching, shoe bob. Dip, da, dip, da, dip, do, wop, to do, be, do. Boogie, 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 shoe wop, shoe bob. Sha-da-na-na-na-na-na, yippity, dip, da, do. There you go. All right. Sunny. Kennedy. From the recording studios inside historic Lyric Theater, circle up for the fastest growing podcast in Central Texas. It's Waxing Lyrically, the show that highlights performers and performances on the hallowed Lyric stage. And now, here's your host for today's installment, Paul Underwood. Welcome to another episode of Waxing Lyrically. I've got the youngest guest ever <laughs> on the show, but she is certainly worthy of spending an hour or so with. I hope you've got that much time. Yes. Welcome, Carly <laughs> Richardson. Hello. We'll be talking a lot of Greece during this hour here, obviously, as you've got a pretty big role in bringing this thing to the stage yes, at the sir. Lyric. You know, the excitement is off the charts on this show. I don't know if you know that or not. Yeah. From the moment that Eric mentioned Greece on there, I don't think we've ever had a show where ticket demand just immediately, <laughs> people started buying up tickets for this thing. How does that make you feel? I mean, it's a classic. It's fun. It's exciting. Everyone loves the characters. There's no wrong way you can go with Greece. Yeah, everybody knows the story. It's not going to be a, ooh, surprise. Yes. This, this is going to be different <laughs> from any Greece you've ever seen. No, it's the same story. It's the story that people love. and I know. think people like that, that yeah, they can I come and so. just enjoy it, yes, even if exactly. they know what's going to happen. You know, it's good every now and then to kind of go see a play where you maybe you don't know what's going to happen in it, you know. Yes. But it's also just fun to uh, just come and lose yourself in the music. Okay. Let's start with just a little bit of bio on Carly okay. Richardson. You're the daughter to Sandra and Michael. Yes. Okay. The baby sister to Corey <laughs> and Cody. And when I say baby, I really mean baby. I mean, you're yes. six years younger than Cody. I think five years younger than yes. Corey. So what was that like growing up as the baby sister with these two <laughs> protectors there? I mean, they're kind of smelly. So... <laughs> It wasn't... You didn't want to go into no, their room? No. 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 <laughs> and I had to share a bathroom with them for a while, and that... Yeah. Not the greatest. Yeah. But, I mean, they left, and so I really got my whole high school experience just with my parents. How was that? And they're a lot easier to be stricter whenever you're the only person there. Yeah, yeah, it, it, especially with your mom being in the position that <laughs> yes. she's in as a principal and someone that's always been involved in the, you know, the the, uh, the academic yes. world here in, in Brownwood. Um, how is that? You know, you couldn't, certain, you just couldn't act up, could you? Oh, yeah. No. But I didn't really want to. Yeah. My brothers, on the other hand, were a little bit more daring. <laughs> Oh, yeah. But I learned from their mistakes That's great. before I got there. Yeah. So that I wouldn't have to go through lectures yeah. or punishment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just going to, I'm going to embarrass you here, and just like your mom always does. And I'm going to just start spouting off all these accomplishments <laughs> okay. that you've been bestowed. Student of the year. Yes, I don't know what sir. that is. Student of the year. That sounds pretty important to me. Student of the year. Yes. The Daughters of the American Revolution. Good Citizen Award. What do you have to do to get the Good Citizen Award? Um, a panel 
votes on your resume you write an essay um you submit like an academic resume so all of your academic achievements leadership roles character all of that is determined okay yeah so you got the good citizen (laughs) my mother was a member of the uh, dar back in the day so um top 10 in your class Mm -hmm. wow carly that's pretty (laughs) awesome um and this is something that i know that you're Parents were very appreciative of uh, who wouldn't be a 2021 Terry Scholar. Yes, sir. Oh, my gosh. Thousands of applicants. You're one of 168 in Texas. Yeah, I've been creeping mm-hmm. on your Facebook page. You can tell here. <laughs> one of 168 in Texas yes. to get this. Uh, tell me what that means to you. I mean, it's kind of no hard to process. Yeah, yeah. Because it's really, I mean, these wonderful people. Uh, the foundation was started by Mr. Terry. Mm-hmm. And he had to beg, borrow, and steal his way up to the top. And he didn't want students to have to do the same. Wow. So he wanted good students, good people to get the help that they had worked so hard for. Yeah. And he used to sit down with all of the candidates and interview them, like, one-on-one, personally. So the Terry Foundation really tried to imitate that okay as they kept going because mr terry is no longer yes okay all right but i did get interviewed by six panelists at, at once the, at yes once. six people that's <laughs> yes. even more daunting than it sitting is. here with just me right yes like, and it was on zoom okay so well that makes it a little a little bit yeah but i couldn't really see them because yeah. they had their cameras off so oh. it was kind of like a talking screen yeah it was <laughs> really intimidating wow <laughs> but I mean, just to get that far was really impressive because they did tell us you're out of 11,000 students at A&M. Yeah. You're one of 60 to be interviewed. What was the the most challenging question that they may have asked you? Okay. I remember this one because it really did stump me. They said, so I've seen you in a lot of leadership positions. Uh Can you tell us your favorite one? Ooh. And it was like... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's really hard. (laughs) Yeah. Did you not... Did you give ultimately give him an answer? Yes, I, I did. Okay, uh, pretend I'm a <laughs> pretend I'm a Terry interviewer here, and give our listeners that answer. Then of so, all your leadership positions, Carly Richardson, <laughs> which one are you? What most proud of? What was the question? Your favorite. Your experience. favorite. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, so this year I was a senior in our theater program at Brown High School, mm-hmm. and it's the seniors who usually take over and lead warm ups. They get us ready for rehearsal, especially during one-act season. Yeah. So this year, that was my responsibility. But I wanted to kind of do something different. And so I really led them through a different kind of warm-up. I had us like have a moment of silence to get our minds in the game so yeah. everyone can kind of breathe and take a second. Perhaps we should take one of those now. <laughs> <sighs> okay. All right. <laughs> and <laughs> Then I had a stretch, you know, get our bodies warmed up, uh-huh. but it was an independent stretch. So for those that weren't that flexible. You could just do whatever. Yes. Okay. All right. And then I had us come together and we'd just talk about our goals for that rehearsal, mm-hmm. for our next performance, what we wanted people to get out of our performance, Yes. what we wanted to improve on, maybe take some notes from the last time, say, I really want to work on this, but make it intentional. Yeah. And then I'd set a team goal for us, for everyone to work towards. A lot of the times it was good transitions right. or volume, yes. which is very important. Always, always <laughs> challenging. But uh, it was really fun, too, because this year we really had like kind of a ragtag team on our <laughs> one-act play. Uh, ragtag team? Yes. I saw this one-act. Oh, it yes. Was it excellent. was incredible. Yeah? Um, half of those people had never been on stage before. Get, so that's why you thought Cooper Green had never been on stage before. He <laughs> yes. had kind of a major role? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But it was really fun to see all these people, especially those people who had never done this before, grow as people and grow as actors, especially. Hmm. I will pick on Cooper Green because yeah. always in the light booth, never on stage. And he did incredible yeah, he was incredible. The whole thing was incredible. Oh, yeah. It really was. I, I was really glad to have gotten to see it at the public performance that you guys gave. Um, you come from Italian roots. <laughs> yes, 
answer. <laughs> How do you exhibit that? That's something that comes from your mom's side of the yes. family, I think, right? Your grandmother is Italian. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Any stories there? Are you a, are you a good cook or anything? <laughs> well, I have grown up with a lot of pasta. Okay. A lot of pasta. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and family's huge, huge. Y'all have the huge yes. family get together. My grandmother had five children. So I have one aunt and three uncles oh, on my wow. mom's side. Yeah. And one of those uncles has about eight kids. So a lot of cousins. <laughs> Do you know all the names? You keep track of all um, of them? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I won't ask you to name them all right now. <laughs> and just a little more to get to know you, Carly. I'm interested because I'm kind of out of the scene. My girls, I was looking <laughs> on Facebook today. I had one graduate nine years ago and one eight years ago. So I'm kind of out of the loop now. Uh, what is your favorite song right now? Oh, <laughs> that's so hard. Actually... You a country girl? Uh, yes, I'm thinking of a Dolly Parton song. Oh, okay. You're going to go old school on me, huh? I Will Always Love You. I think A Few oh. Doors Down. Okay. Right now. From Dolly Parton. Yes. A Few Doors Down. Okay, I'm going to play that a little bit. <laughs> when we get uh, favorite TV show or anything that you're watching, streaming? Um, Shit's Creek. Okay. Right now. All right. Are you totally caught up with that? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm here with Carly Richardson, and we're just doing a little catching up. And, you know, your story really wouldn't be complete if we don't kind of delve into a little bit about what happened to you when you were seven yes. years old. I assume that Terry Scholar, did that come up a little bit yes, on, did. on there, too? It okay. Did. Tell us a little bit about that. You're seven years old. Was it you that discovered it, or was it somebody that was like an so, aunt that was cutting your hair? The instance was I was at my grandpa's 85th birthday party. Okay. And my aunt, or really she's, she's my cousin, but I call her my aunt. Okay. Um, she was putting up my hair in a ponytail, and she didn't notice anything, which was really bizarre. But when I walked back downstairs and we went to go eat and grab the food, I sat down next to another one of my cousins, and she was like, hey, Sandy, what is that? And it was just a lump right at the base of my skull. Yeah. <clears throat> And so everyone kind of surrounded me, and they thought it might be catch, cat scratch fever. Cat scratch fever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they thought it would be kind of an inflamed lymph node, because mm -hmm. a lot of kids at the age that I was at, they just get swollen, and then you have to take them out. Could be like an, a hair follicle yeah, or something infected should, or, or something. Or maybe like a mosquito bite that got really infected, you know. Yeah. Just something like that. it was like, like the shape of an egg almost. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But that's then um, we went to an office here and they had decided that they were just going to do open surgery on it because they thought it was just a swollen lymph node really mm -hmm. nothing big yeah but my mom kind of wanted a second opinion yeah and so we Moms had friends over at uh dell children's hospital in austin mm -hmm. they were like well we can get her in there and you know just check it out so we went um i got a ct scan and an mri and an x-ray yeah. All three. Wow. <laughs> At the age of seven years old. Do you have vivid memories of all this? Still? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, so I remember I had to put on one of those huge x-ray things. Oh, yeah. The heavyweight yes. lead thing. And I was like, yeah. this is really weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and obviously during the MRI and CT, you have to get the IV shots so they can see better. But I remember they'd always tell me to look at the turtle on the ceiling <laughs> while they did it. <laughs> Wow. But that's whenever we got the news a few weeks later that I had a myofibroblastic soft tissue sarcoma at the base of my skull down to the tip of my spine. Yeah. And it was really lucky when they caught it, actually, because he said if it had grown any bigger, mm -hmm. it would have cut off my esophagus. Oh, my. Like, I would have just choked. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But you wouldn't have been able to see what was really happening. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. At seven years old, you had an amazing calm, really, through this entire process. Explain your, where did your calmness come from? I mean, I just... Just naivete on being so young? <laughs> you think it would have been more difficult had you been 13 or yes. 14 and, yes. and known more? And... Oh, yeah. But I think that's kind of... I don't want to say it's a gift of getting it that young, yeah. but I think there is a plus side to it because you don't really understand... Yeah, so you're able words. to just be like, well, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know what's going to happen, but I know it's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you did come through it. I think you had to go through some chemotherapy. I did not. Oh, you didn't go through chemo. I recovered very quickly. Okay. Um, but it was like a malignant tumor situation. Yes. Yeah. And But luckily, the kind that I did have... Um, if it were to come back, it'd come back in the exact same spot. Okay. So that was really lucky because I, I did it... have to go to checkups every two months, and then it was every three months, and then it was every six months, and then every year, every two years for um, MRI scans. Yeah. And now I go back once a year to just kind of a check-in, check-up, and they just feel around, ask me if you know if it's okay. Yeah. But it was preventing, kind of stunting your growth. And your your parents just thought they had two boys. Well, she's a girl. She's supposed to be smaller, but you weren't gaining weight from this thing. After they took it out, I grew six inches (laughs) in two months. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, You got your determination from this, too. Your Your parents figured out... How determined oh, yeah. you were as a young girl. Doctors would say that, well, she's probably not going to be able to mm-hmm. start second grade on time. Yeah. And I wanted to. <laughs> and you did, didn't oh, you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's also why I'm so involved in everything. Because so it was like, well, I wasn't able to participate in dance. I yeah. couldn't do soccer. Yeah. I couldn't play sports, like, you know, in a real sports, like all the other little kids did. Yeah. But I was like, well, when I can... I'm going to. I'm going to do everything that I can. You talk about a way to take a challenge and to turn a negative into a positive. It sounds like you kind of did that with this. You're amazing on stage. What is more difficult? (laughs) Dancing, acting, singing, teaching choreography, (laughs) spelling choreography. What's the most difficult thing? I would have to say teaching choreography, spelling choreography. (laughs) No, teaching choreography. You would find that more difficult than anything that you do. Yes. You're doing the choreography for Greece. Yes. And you're dealing with some pretty uncoordinated people up there. We're not going to name names (laughs) unless you want to. No, no. (laughs) Um, It is difficult, but I think it's important because I know they're having fun. And I know they're going to have a good time with it. And it's always good to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. So it's kind of fun to be the thing that puts that person (laughs) out of their comfort zone. And it's challenging because you're working with your peers. Whenever um, I was a sophomore, I had to teach 50 other students how to tap dance. Wow. And that was... Now, now was that with Newsies? (laughs) Yes, sir. Okay. That was an experience, (laughs) but I think it kind of prepared me and made this a lot easier than it would have been if I hadn't taught anybody. Okay. Well, let's just talk about the ones that are really great dancers. Oh my gosh. In in the cast. Jaisla Jones. Okay. She's incredible. Yeah. Has she taken dance? Yes, I think so. Okay. It's noticeable. Let's go back to you as a triple threat, okay? Dancing, acting, singing. Mm-hmm. Which one of those do you enjoy the most? Which one of those give you the most challenge? I think I enjoy singing the most. Yeah, yeah. I'd say I want to challenge myself more with dancing. Because okay. I kind of know what's happening when I sing. But there's still a lot that I don't know about dance. Okay. The singing, I think your coming out party was Frozen Junior. <laughs> Would you agree? That's when you really just like belted. Yes. People were like, their jaws were dropping yes, as, as Carly so. was up there. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about that experience in Frozen. I loved Frozen. I mean, whenever I was 12, my birthday party was a Frozen watch party okay. at the movie theater. So whenever I heard that the lyric was doing it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so much fun. <laughs> um, I'd originally thought that I was going to be maybe Anna yeah, or um, something like that, because okay. I feel like that would fit my personality a little bit more. Yeah. But Billy really gave me a wonderful opportunity and challenged me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd never done anything like that before, but it was incredible. Yeah. And I'm happy that I got to do that. So you got... Elsa. I'm not real familiar with it, but I yes, assume it was Elsa. Elsa. That's the lead. Okay. All right. What other lyric productions have you been in? 
Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> so my first production would have been Lion King Jr. Okay. And then I was in Beverly Hillbillies. I, I was in that too. I remember. <laughs> yes. I thought, man, it's a little weird because <laughs> you were what, fifteen? 13? Yeah, 14, yeah. I think. And and you had a crush on Jethro, yes. <laughs> played by Matthew McNeese. Yes. But you pulled it off. You were great. It was so much fun. Yeah. That was... I got to give a really melodramatic monologue. Yeah. That was fun. I remember. You knocked it out of the park. <laughs> but I loved Larry. He was mm-hmm. so much fun. So Beverly Hillbillies. And then uh, Willy Wonka Jr. Okay. And then Oliver. Mm-hmm. I choreographed a dance for 9 to 5. Okay. And then Greece. Greece. Okay. How did COVID change your aspirations? Okay. Growing up, I've been raised in Aggie. Mm-hmm. It was like, you're going to go to A&M, you're going to bleed maroon. And I was, you know, all excited for it. Um, then I really got into theater. And sadly, A&M College Station does not have a musical theater program. Yeah. And that's really what I wanted to do. Yeah. So I was looking into University of Michigan Mm-hmm. Uh, New York University, mm-hmm. Texas State, um, but then COVID happened. Yeah, and Broadway got shut down. Really, theater as a whole just couldn't happen the same way. Yeah, and so I was kind of like, okay, maybe I should get a real world job before I try to do something fun and do something a little more safe beforehand. Yeah, and I did. I have done. Because of theater, I did theatrical design for UIL, and mm-hmm. I got to do like marketing design yes. for plays and shows and musicals, which is really fun. I did really well in it, so yeah. I was like, you know, why don't I look more into this as a career? So I will be studying business honors with a double major in marketing, so I'll be able to... But it was like theater that led me to that, which yeah. is really cool. And you can always, oh yes, always yes. do theater. There is a community theater in Bryan. Yeah. So I'll be there. Oh, that's great. I'm gonna try and get involved there. Yeah. And when I come back for the summer, obviously lyrics still here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I know that uh, your parents were probably thrilled, but they would have let you do whatever <laughs> you wanted yes. to do. You know, we had uh, my daughter Meredith. Really, mm-hmm. you guys mirror each other. You know, quite a bit as far as your your, your talents mm-hmm. go and your decisions. It, it took her a year. She she yeah. didn't have that COVID time yeah. to really. So <laughs> she followed her what she thought was her dream mm-hmm. at the time, and she ended up going overseas because, you know, that's the one thing you realize when you want to go into theater and you want to get into one of these theater yeah. programs is there's a ton of talent there's, out there, yes. and there's so few positions. Yes, it's insane. So. Anyways, uh, that, that's great that you kind of had that moment of clarity. Yes. Um, it would have been fine if you'd have been oh, yeah. a theater major, too, and you would have... I would have loved it. Yeah, yeah. Would have been fun. But business marketing... I was a marketing major. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was. Can you tell me the four Ps of marketing? I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you a little lesson here. You've got price, product, place, and promotion. I don't know if they're still going to teach the four P's or not, because maybe place doesn't matter as much today in the digital world mm-hmm. as it did back in the 80s. So, yeah, the four P's of marketing. You might get that on your day one oh, yeah. intro to marketing class. All right. Now we're going to get to the fun part here. We're going to talk a little bit about Greece. Okay. All right. I want to know something about your castmates. Okay. Okay. Because I'm in this cast too. Yes. And it's a little intimidating <laughs> being one of the few adults, you know, and... With these kids that I just can't hardly relate to anymore. <laughs> so I need to know something about your castmates, okay. all right? So I'm going to ask you to describe your castmates using only one word. Do you okay. think you can handle I, that? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're going to start. We're going to do the Pink Ladies, and we're going to do the, okay. Burger, the Burger Palace Boys. We'll start, with, we'll start with the ladies here, okay? Andy Tidwell is playing Jan. Describe Andy Tidwell in one word, Carly. Precious. <laughs> okay. She is so quiet and sweet, and I know she's having a lot of fun, but this is definitely out of her comfort zone. It is. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, here's the uh, the, the actress that uh, 
uh, I think I'm giving the most tension to right now. <laughs> Lily Lee is playing Marty. And if you're familiar with Grease, I play Vince Fontaine. And Vince kind of tries to he, – he's a slime ball. He's creepy. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. So, um, anyways, Lily Lee, in one word, if you had to describe Lily with one word, Carly, what would it be? I'd have to say dependable. Dependable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I've noticed that just in a little bit there because she spends a lot of time with her mom, mm-hmm. the director, and she she wants this show to be oh yes great for her mom, I think more than anything. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so but I know yes, I trust Lily like giving her a deadline, and I know she knock it out of the park. She's gonna come through. Yes, and she's actually done costumes for the lyric. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, and she's done really well with that. Let's move on to Frenchie, played by Miss Claire Clayton. Claire Clayton in one word. Spunky. Spunky. Yes. <laughs> you you got to have spunky people in this show. Why spunky for Claire? Oh, my gosh. She's so bold. Yeah. Um, she wears blue eyeliner. She loves to wear like exciting outfits. Yeah. But I'd never be able like I'd never you have. You just couldn't pull it off. No, huh? I couldn't pull it off. You're just not as cool as, no. as Claire Clayton. Like she's just and she's so fun. Uh yeah. <laughs> she has pink hair. Oh yeah. 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 I think I asked her if she did that <laughs> for Greece and she said, No, I'm gonna have to take it out because they they want a wig yes. for that. Yeah. These characters are just classic <laughs> here. Um, okay, uh, Rizzo is played by Kate <laughs> Yantis. Now, Kate was amazing in your one act, yes. Sweet Science of Brew. I didn't amazing. even recognize her. I know. Yeah. Um, Kate Yantis in one word, Carly. Calming. Calming. Yes. Which is <laughs> kind of out, out of character for her character. Yeah, but... But she's kind of like... The mother figure okay. of our friend group. When she's on stage, <laughs> she has a way of yes. calming you as an actor, too? Yes, yes. Okay. She's very comfortable. She's just chill, you know? Okay. Calming. All right. Okay. And Sandy, of course, played by Carly <laughs> Richardson. I'm not going to ask you to describe yourself with one word. Um, let's get on to the Burger Palace Boys, the Greasers, <laughs> and Roger Played by Brian Osborne. <laughs> Brian Osborne in one word, according to Carly. Definitely shy. Shy. <laughs> yes. Well, this is his first show. Yeah, I've noticed he's kind of a back row dancer yes. back there, <laughs> which I, I can say that because I'm. I've got to be even worse than, <laughs> and, and you're going to have to choreograph something with me and Lily. I'm afraid at some point, but uh, so Brian Osborne really having to come out of his yes, comfort zone very for this far, show. Very far. Is he digging it? Is he I liking think, it? I think it's growing on him. Okay. He definitely loves the atmosphere and the people. Yeah. I think it's just getting up there and singing in front of a ton of people and yeah. try You have to be okay with looking stupid. Does he have a, yeah, that's hard. That, <laughs> it that, is very that hard. hard for me in high school. I was in some high school productions and I was horrible. I wish that I could, <laughs> I, I wish that I knew then what I know now mm-hmm. and that nobody really cares, yeah. you know? So, okay. Sonny is played by Zayden Lopez. <laughs> uh, describe Zayden for me with uh, one word, Carly. I know it's hard. Um, he is a wild card. Wild card. Yes. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> never. Zayden. I mean, he's never done theater until, um, A Christmas Story. Okay. And so. Yeah, he was kind of a tough. He was yes, one of the toughs yes. in that. Wasn't he plays he? football. Yeah. He does powerlifting. Right. He's just very, very. How are, how are his football buddies going to react to seeing him on stage? <laughs> I think there's some that are like, okay, man, that's cool. There's definitely some <laughs> stigma associated with him doing theater. A little bit. But he doesn't He doesn't care. I don't think it's as bad. I think High School Musical kind of yeah. changed that. For yeah. A, and the whole Glee thing mm-hmm. kind of changed that for guys, thankfully. But it's funny, too, because I'll be like, all right, Zayden, I need you to do this. Maybe like it's a dance, dance move or something. He's like, oh. Uh, um, <laughs> I've never done that before. I'm like, just, just try. And then he yeah. does it, and he's... Better than everyone else who's trying to do it. Yeah, he's got he's pretty graceful up there. What little bit I've seen. Okay, um, duty, duty is played by Evan Fraze. 
Uh, tell me about Evan using only one word if you had to best describe Evan phrase. Oh, my gosh. Evan. You hadn't known Evan that long. A couple of years. I'd have to say he's a very distinguished person. A distinguished yes. person. Even his hobbies. He loves to go sailing. I he restores to, sailboats. I happen to know that. And that is just incredible. <laughs> he's keeping his sailboat on our dock. So I didn't know. It's a kind of a solitary. That just seems yes. like, like so distinguished. That, yeah. It's just old man yes. in the sea kind yes. of thing, you know, and just finding yourself out yes. there. And, and he carries himself very well. Okay. Yeah. Evan Frey. Distinguished. The distinguished <laughs> Evan Frey. All right. And then we get to. One of those bangs, boys. <laughs> Kanicki, played by the great Caden yes. Robertson. Tell me about Caden using only one word. That's hard. This one is actually really easy. Oh, it's easy. Boisterous. Boisterous. Yes. Yeah. I'd say anywhere you are in the lyric, if Caden's talking, you're going to be able to hear it. <laughs> that could be either good or it could be bad. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. And then we get... To that other guy that's on the fantastic Grease <laughs> poster, and um, I know it was really uncomfortable for you guys to be on that poster together because you don't really know this guy Not at that all. well. Yeah, they're they're actually kind of an item. They're dating, so we're all just hoping they hang in there till at least till Grease is over, right? Jackson Tucker is playing Danny. Can you give a description yes. of Jackson with one word, and would he agree with it? Rambunctious. <laughs> and yes, he'd agree with it. Rambunctious. Yes. Uh, rambunctious <laughs> on stage? Is he Is he just rambunctious with life? Is yes, he just, with life. You never know what... No, you never know. Yeah. Well, that kind of makes it exciting. <laughs> it is. Though. It is fun. How's Jackson on stage? Is he relatively new to it? Um, He's done theater since his freshman year. Okay. He always says his sister dragged him into it, Caitlin Tucker. Okay. She graduated last year. Oh, okay. Um, but he's been in Newsies. He was in the one act. Mm-hmm. He was my onstage husband. Oh, yeah. He was mean. Abusive husband. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. But he did really well. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. So, uh, you just kind of, yeah, it's kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> but this is his first, like, really big role. Right. Especially with singing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Kind of nervous. So you're working with him on the singing, too? Yes, but he's doing incredible. Yeah, he's a good dancer, though. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Jackson Tucker, rambunctious. (laughs) All right. And uh, we'll go through kind of the ensemble here. You've got Langston Barnes um, (laughs) as Eugene, kind of the nerdy Eugene. Um, Anything about Langston strike you? Um. He's just fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, always got a smile on his face yes. and a good mood. He was one of them because he was kind of over there by Lily, and I don't think he really understood my character in Fontaine. <laughs> he went home and told his mom, Paul's kind of creepy. Yeah. yeah so, um, Patty, played by Layla Whedon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is one of her first shows. Okay. Uh, we'll skip Vince Fontaine. Let's go to Cha-Cha, April, April Tassin. How well do you know April... Um, I was in Beverly Hillbillies with her. That's right. Yeah. I know she's really fun. Yeah. Um, trying to teach her how to do some dance moves. <laughs> <laughs> and she's halfway embracing it. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I, I think she's going to knock Cha-Cha out of the park. Oh, really. yeah. Johnny Casino, played by <laughs> Caleb Bostic. I've seen him at the high school a few times because he used to be Miss Lee's student. Right. He's an incredible singer. Yeah, he is. Like, crazy good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's he's kind of struggling with the acting and the learning his lines so far. And but. I was trying to teach him Grease Lightning, and I apologized because he had to jump up and down and get on the floor, and I don't think he enjoyed that. <laughs> okay, rounding out the cast, we got three more here. We've got the Teen Angel, played by James mm-hmm. Williams. I love James. Yeah. He's incredible. Uh, now, he is coming back for this. I think he graduated yes, last, last year. year. Okay. He All went right. to A&M Corpus. He's studying theater. Okay, awesome. Um, Miss Lynch, played by Ren <laughs> Yantis, Kate's mom. I mean, I'm grown up with her. Okay. 
perfectly cast oh, yes. for the role. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Most definitely. And then the, the ditzy secretary played by Renee <laughs> Fraze. She's doing awesome. Yeah. She's going to be hilarious. She's going to have fun. <laughs> I, I know in the one scene I'm in, she's just supposed to kind of wander around, maybe with a ruler and get, <laughs> get the kids separated, you know, as they're dancing yes. too close or whatever. So, but I'm getting into my role kind of as mm-hmm. Vince. I'm having more fun. And I don't know if Miss Lee has told you, but I'm going to be doing kind of a little pre-show as soon as the doors open. I didn't know open, that. Yeah, WAXX Radio is going to be on the air up there broadcasting. Uh-huh. So I've got a whole playlist of songs that came out in either 58 or 59. That is so much fun. Because Grease takes place at that point. I've even got um, of-the-time radio commercials like on old vintage cars, Um you might even hear maybe an ad that came out in 1959 <laughs> of a local restaurant in town. I'm not going to give that away, but um, okay. All right. More production questions here with Carly Richardson. The show Grease premieres June 18th. 18th. I need to know that because I'm going to have to be here. <laughs> it only runs for one week. Yes, just one weekend. performances. Yes. Get your tickets for this show quickly, guys. It's going to sell out. I have a feeling. Carly, what is your favorite song in Greece? Oh, we actually did it just this last Monday. Yeah. Beauty School Dropout. Baby, don't sweat. You're not cut out to hold the job. Better forget it. Who wants their head done by a snob? Now your bangs are curled, your lashes twirled, but still the world is green. A lot of fun. <laughs> Just kind of a doo-wop girl, but... Now, that's James's song, Yes, right? it is. Okay, the, the teen angel gets to sing that. Yes. Okay, all right. Your least favorite? Probably the Rydell, uh, what is it called? The alma mater? Yeah. In the very beginning. Okay. As I go traveling down life's highway, whatever course my fortunes Kind of the prim and proper. Yes. Okay. All right. Is there a moment in the show? What's going what's going to be your most anxious <laughs> okay, moment? Okay, I, I figured this out last night. Okay. So I have to listen to Rizzo saying uh-huh. there are worse things I could do. And I'm seated in uh, one of the side stages. Yeah. And my room is up above that side stage. Yes. And so Rizzo sings, there are worse things I could do, and I have to listen and just sit. And then she walks off, then the lights go down, and then in the dark, very fast, as fast as I can, I have to climb up the ladder, go up to the top, open the curtain, and then I sing a song. Wow, yeah. But it's very fast, and I know it's going to be pitch black. Yep. (laughs) That's going to be a challenge. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think your bedroom is going to be one of those weird kind of where the bed is going to be. Standing. I think that's what she's said. Yeah. Kind of up against the wall. Okay. So it looks like a, it's looks sideways. Like you're in bed. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to see it. Okay. The time when you're most likely to maybe lose it and break character <laughs> on stage. <laughs> Could be a line that somebody else has. Oh my gosh. What could it be that uh, that is that moment that you're just going to like. There is a scene where me and Jackson essentially have to make out yeah. on stage. That's awkward. And it's incredibly <laughs> awkward and really hard to take it seriously. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when he leans in, you can't start laughing. It's really Harvey. difficult not oh to. <laughs> What's the most challenging part on bringing Sandy to life on stage? When you deal with such an iconic character, oh, yeah. Olivia Newton-John, that everybody knows, do you worry any at all about that? I mean, you were in, we, I saw you at CVS the other day, and you were in there, what, are you buying the blonde hair color, you know, for <laughs> Sandy? Because, <laughs> yeah. um, is that it? Maybe just filling the shoes on, on... Yes. I was in Sound of Music. Yeah. And I played Maria. Yeah. And that's, you know... Really hard. Yeah, Julie Andrews. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Incredible. Mm-hmm. But I think it's kind of important to bring my own style to the character. Absolutely. And because, I mean, Olivia Newton-John was 
like 30 years old. <laughs> yeah, she was. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be, it's fun, but there are definitely some parts where I'm like, mm, I think I'm going to play that differently. That's a good way to look at it. Who in the show is most like their character? That's a good question. I mean, I was trying to think. Is Kate? But Kate's not that mean, no, though. No, Kate's not a Rizzo. No, not at all. Yeah. You know, Andy. Okay. Matches her character very well. Okay. And Andy plays again? Jan. Okay. Andy plays Jan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She gets to uh, she gets to sing the, the funny little theme song. Uh, I guess her, that's her most fun scene is the slumber mm-hmm. party scene yes. with Jan. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she sings about the toothpaste or and whatever. And she brings Twinkies to oh. drink or to have wine with. <laughs> um, is there anything you hate about your character? You know... I've been thinking about this. Yeah. And I kind of don't like that she's is such a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> and like everyone just uses her. Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah. Without giving anything away, do you have a favorite line of dialogue of yours? I do get to be really passive aggressive to mm-hmm. Patty Simcox. Okay. And also to Danny. Okay. In the same line. Okay. And it's basically, I'm practicing to be on the cheer team, and he's like, well, you're just want to showing off your skivvies to all these jocks. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm ready to impress some cute lettermen. And then Patty's like, yeah, let's practice. Yeah, it's really fun. I get to be really mean, <laughs> and I like that. Um, I always ask my guests this question, and I get lots of different answers. What is the last thing you do before you step out on stage, before that curtain goes up, Carly? Oh. Do you have any rituals of any kind? Take a deep breath. Yeah. Kind of shake my hands out. Uh-huh. Get the last minute nerves out. Yeah. Do you want people talking to you? Do you, do you need that little bit of time alone? Yeah, I, I do like to be alone. Just kind of chill out, yeah. get into my character, yeah. feel how they would feel. And I think I kind of step into that. Right before I step on stage. Gotcha. Like I kind of put on their coat mm-hmm. and then walk on stage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's our little grease quiz, Carly. You ready? Okay. What is Rizzo's first name? Oh my gosh. I don't know. Is it even in the play? It's in I don't the movie. Think, I, I don't know. think it's in the... No, it's not in the play. Okay. Well, then you're not expected to know, <laughs> but it happens to be Betty. Oh. I wonder if Kate knows that. She probably does. Okay. This goes back to maybe your character. Mm-hmm. Maybe and this may be something that you don't like about your character. How many <laughs> times did Sandy and Danny break up? <sighs> I'm talking maybe in the movie. And it may be in the play, too. I'm not sure. I haven't read through the whole thing. Three or four? Yeah, three. Three, three times. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least, these are movie questions. They may be in the musical, too. What did Danny give to Sandy at the drive-in to show her his affection? His ring. There you go. <laughs> all right. After Greece is all over with, it kind of signals the end of this life for you, this yeah. wonderful little 18-year-old <laughs> yeah. life in Brownwood, Texas. Oh, yeah. You know, you do get to have this last hurrah, which yeah. I know you're excited about. Talk about your feelings about just moving away from friends and family and everybody going their separate ways. And it's kind of funny that Grease is, you know, th- that show because yeah. it really is about, you know, a senior class. I hadn't even who's graduating. About it. Yeah. You know, they're all going different ways. Um, so it's nice to end on such a fun show. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of a anxious, excited, yeah, and sad all yeah. at the same time. Right. Do you anticipate some emotions kind of being even more so when that Sunday curtain falls? Yes. Uh, because of that, because yes. it's not just, you know, the end of a show. It's kind of an end of, uh, for many of you, for you seniors, yeah. it's a, it's kind of an end to that life and on to, you know. I don't even think it'll be easier because we had our uh, theater senior night this past weekend, mm-hmm. and that's where all the seniors are given an opportunity on the Brownwood High School stage to give their final monologue, take their final bow, say goodbye to, you know, yeah, yeah all of that. So, so oh, uh, how many times did uh, Miss Lee cry? Oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> Probably like 20 separate times on and off. She's so great. I've, of course, I've had her in this chair and she loves her students oh, yeah. so much. And I've really enjoyed getting to know her. Talk about what oh. she's meant to you. I mean, Miss Lee really does care about her students, unlike any other director that I've ever been with. Mm-hmm. She gets really invested in their emotional health, how they are as people, yeah. how their hearts are. Um, and I know she's the kind of teacher that's like, well, anytime you want to come into my classroom, you can come in here, you can go to sleep, you can, we can talk, yeah. you can do your homework, yeah. like just, I want to be like a, she's like a safe space for a lot of students, but she's really watched me grow up, really. Uh, the first time she was my director was in eighth grade. Yeah. I was her Iris in Still Life of Iris and now finishing with Sweet Science of Bruising. Yeah. It's really crazy to see how far she's taken me as a person and as an actor. Wow. Very fortunate to have somebody like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. You've listened to a few of these waxing lyrically, so you know (laughs) I can't let you get out of here without doing the dramatic reading, right? Everybody does it, and you've got so many to choose from. We've, We've talked about Frozen, you know, so you could do a little Elsa maybe. You played a 12-year-old boy <laughs> in Newsies. Yes, I did. Yeah, less. <laughs> so we could do something from Newsies. Um, I loved your part in The Sweet Science of Bruising, mm-hmm. that one-act play. Those scenes that you did with Jackson were just like super intense. Oh, yeah. So if you've got a script there, we could go, <laughs> you know, I could read Jackson's part and you could read yours. Uh, now, you also mentioned that you were in Sound of Music, yes. too. So maybe... What do you think? What are we going to do? I'm going to go with Sound of Music. Okay. A monologue that Maria does. All right. Towards the captain. Okay. So set the scene first. Where are we in All the... right. So Maria has just taken the children out for a fun day. Yeah. The captain returns okay. with a new romantic partner. Okay. And he finds his children dressed in curtains. clothes made out of curtains so he's incredibly angry frustrated that they're having any sort of fun yeah and maria's like you know you're like a horrible guy like you don't even know your kids okay you don't know why they should be children or some of them should not be treated like children anymore that kind of situation Without any further ado, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, I give you Carly Richardson as Maria in The Sound of Music. I know you don't know your children, but you've got to. Take Liesel. Liesel isn't a child anymore, and if you keep treating her as one, Captain... You're going to have a mutiny on your hands. And Friedrich, Friedrich's afraid to be himself. He's, he's shy, he's aloof. He needs you. He needs your confidence. Brigitte could tell you about him. She could tell you a lot more if you got to know her, because she notices things, and she always tells the truth, especially when you don't want to hear it. Kurt is sensitive. He's easily hurt, and you ignore him. You brush him aside the way you do all of them. Louisa wants to have a good time. You've just got to let her have a good time. Marta, I don't know about yet, but someone has got to find out about her. And little Gretel just wants to be loved. Oh, please, Captain, love Gretel. Love all of them. They need you. Thank you. (laughs) And see, I've got like goosebumps on my arm. That was so great, Carly. Yeah, I love her. I love to be her. All right, last thing, Exodus fourteen fourteen. Yes. I told you I creeped on your Facebook page, <laughs> and you've got that on there prominently. Yes. What does that say, and what does it mean to you? The Lord will be with you. Yeah. You need only be still. That's kind of my philosophy I've carried throughout high school. Mm-hmm. And obviously through my battle with cancer. That's the first thing I thought of when I I looked up that verse. I didn't know it by heart. I looked it up. The Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. And that's basically all you could, when you were laying there. I mean, it's all you can ask for. Yeah. It's all you can really put your faith in. Yeah. 
You get to carry that on to Texas A&M. Yes. And we're all so excited <laughs> about your future. So excited about seeing Greece and uh, excited to share the stage with you, Carly. <laughs> your last performance. Oh, yeah. Hopefully not. No, I don't think so. The Lyric Stage. I don't think so. So you'll be back. Your mom told me you even have maybe aspirations that you wouldn't rule out. There's some people that are like, oh, yeah. man, I ain't never going back to Brown. I'm leaving this place in the dust. Not necessarily. You don't mm. have those feelings. No. Nope. I mean, you may end up somewhere else, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't rule out. I would not. Coming back to Brownwood. After after experiencing, you know, a lot more. You got to get away. But yeah. coming back maybe in like 10 years. There you go. I mean, I'd, I'd, I wouldn't mind it. I think I'll dry these useless tears and get myself together. I think I'll wander down the hall and have a look around. Carly, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to Waxing Lyrically. If you enjoyed today's show, please take time to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And above all, please share it with a friend. This is your friendly announcer, Kurt Schneider, thanking you for your investment in live theater. Goodbye for now.